Today's Gospel reading takes place in the small fishing village of Capernaum, on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee. In the first century, its population was about 1,500 and included the families of Simon and Andrew, James and John, the first disciples of Jesus. In the year 1838, an American explorer discovered the ruins of this ancient village of Capernaum. In 1866, a British military officer identified the remains of a splendid synagogue that had been built there in the 4th century. Further digging uncovered an even older synagogue underneath that one from the 1st century. It's now believed that this older temple is the very one where Jesus first began his ministry. And it's one of the few locations in modern-day Israel where visitors can stand on a spot where Jesus himself likely stood. Today's reading begins when Jesus and his disciples left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew. In 1905, two German archaeologists began excavation on a group of houses next to that ancient synagogue in Capernaum. Within this grouping, they discovered the ruins of an octagonal church built in the 5th century. Underneath that church, they found a house that stood out from the others, having been elaborately transformed in the 4th century. Further digging revealed the original house. This house had what you might call Christian graffiti on its wall, words carved in the 1st century. This house is believed to be the home of Simon Peter, the one mentioned in today's Gospel passage. And the writings on the walls indicate that it may have been an early house church, those first gatherings of Christians that took place in the homes of the faithful before any actual churches were constructed. Excavations in Capernaum continue to this day, with finds newly reported as recently as 2003. All this digging... All this digging, it meant so much to those archaeologists from different countries over the span of 175 years to find the original Capernaum, including the spot where today's gospel took place. And I can understand that. The site has much historical interest. They're literally digging into the past, in part to find out how we got to be who we are today. Aside from that, and from a faith perspective, wouldn't you be filled with awe if you could touch the walls of a house that Jesus and Peter touched? If you could stand in the space where they waited for Simon's mother-in-law to bring dinner? To stand in the doorway from which demons were cast out? You know, it's human nature to want something tangible on which to place our desires and our longings. As if Touching a crumbling ancient wall could prove our faith, as if touching skin could fulfill our yearning for relationship. Capernaum is important to our faith story. On a few city blocks of that fishing village, Jesus had his first full day of ministry. I don't know if you noticed it in the Gospel reading, but it spans a day. He and his disciples had left the synagogue probably in the early afternoon. They walked over to Simon's house, where they found his mother-in-law down with a fever. Jesus healed her, and she jumped up and served them a meal. 
about mid-afternoon. Then sundown came, and with it the entire town knocking at the door, bringing their sick loved ones to the new miracle worker. After spending the night healing many and casting out scores of demons, the crowd finally thinned out after midnight, and Jesus caught some sleep. But he got up around, say, 4 a.m., and found a deserted spot to pray. At daybreak, his disciples finally locate him and urge him to return for more healings. But Jesus says, nope, it's time to move on. So after a quick breakfast, they set off about mid-morning, 24 hours. His first day of ministry was accomplished, all within those few blocks of Capernaum. And the point I'm trying to make is this. We cannot relive that first day of Jesus' ministry by catching a plane to Capernaum and digging in the dirt. His ministry is not located at that excavation site. It is alive and well right here and now. You relive that first day every day of your faith life. Do you want to visit the deserted spot where Jesus went off to pray in the early morning? It's not in Capernaum. It's right here in these pews. He was praying silently with you a few minutes before the service began. Wherever you sit and say a prayer at home, in the car, before a meal at a restaurant, that's where Jesus is praying. Do you wonder what it was like to eat a meal with Jesus in Simon's house? Well, you ate one if you were here last week for our parish annual meeting and meal. You sit around a table with Jesus and his followers wherever you break bread with friends or family and give thanks to God for all you've been given. And we dine with Simon Peter and the others every week when we partake of Holy Communion together at this altar. And that line of people from the town waiting to be healed by Jesus in front of Simon Peter's house, what do they look like? You can't find them on that doorstep in Capernaum anymore. But you will see them lined up inside our parish hall every Tuesday morning. They come to our food pantry for healing nourishment, for community, and to be reminded that some people in Los Gatos do care about them. You will also meet them in these very pews. Some of you may be. People battling their own demons of despair, fear, or loss every week. Maybe you've experienced healing in this place yourself. Like Simon Peter's mother-in-law, you have been made well. And your response to that restoration, like hers, is now to spring up from your sickbed and serve others. You might say that all the reasons we come to church are contained in that very first day of Jesus' ministry. Some of us come here because we need a silent place to pray, to recharge our spiritual energy, like Jesus did. Some of us come for fellowship and community, the kind Jesus was building with his new disciples. Some of us come to be healed, to mend old wounds we have suffered over the years, to cast out inner demons by engaging in a community that gets us out of our own heads. And some of us come to heal others, to serve those in need, to reach out and touch those around us and build new relationships. Archaeologists have been digging in the dirt for years, trying to uncover proof of the past, remnants of lives lived centuries ago. But really that past never died. While they may have discovered the ruins of Capernaum, 
We never lost the spirit of the place. It has always been with us, and we carry its remains in our hearts and in our communities as we live out what was first begun there on that day 2,000 years ago. Lent begins in 10 days. As we approach the season once again, I invite us to recommit to living out Jesus' ministry in our day. Be mindful of your prayer life, recalling how Jesus made time in his day to stop and recharge his spirit in the presence of God. It kind of sounds like a pain to try to do every day, but when you do it, it feels good. Wherever you come together in fellowship, give thanks for that gift of friendship and community and be intentional about offering it to others. In these pre-Lenten days, knock on Simon's door and ask Jesus for healing. Whatever it is you're going through, seriously, let God love you. Let God love you. And then take that love and share its healing touch with others. The first day of Jesus' ministry is, once again, 